podcast, take two. We just did a small one, and Jason had his his microphone in his beard, and so it's hard. It's and a, I even maintained this stuff because I knew we were like doing video work. I cannot hold a beard like that. It would drive me nuts. It does for a little while, but you get over it. I can't shave. I mean, I, I'm not allowed to shave completely, but I gotta have a a beard. I just knock it down a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, here we are today, uh, doing this a little bit early, so we're gonna release this. Uh, should be Tuesday, a little early for you guys. You guys got a little yep. early podcast release, uh, because the Alpha Two Hundred I is finally here, and in legit, legit, like this is real deal. Because I know there's been a lot of buzz about it. Do you, do you know how long we've been waiting for this? Uh, forever, ever, ever, and ever. <laughs> At least 2014, right? That's when the vi- first video the came first out. The first video came out. I don't know. That I, I told the story. Did we talk about this? In, in with, uh, we t- I think we talked about it with uh, Dupas. Dupas? We should tell the story anyways, just to be in case somebody hadn't heard that podcast. You should tell it, because I was on the receiving end at that time, and I'm like, I was one of those well, guys that was you calling tell, Garmin. Well, exactly. Why don't you tell us about what, what the receiving end of that. So, <laughs> if you haven't watched our April Fool's video in 2014, we did a... Just just a quick little tease, and I'll talk about it. But we did an April Fool's video on the Alpha 200. Before it was ever a and thing. I was scared to ask Garmin for permission to post that video. Like, I legitimately was like, should I let them know or should I not? And I was like, screw it. You made the right choice. Let's ask for forgiveness and not permission. It's easier. And so, anyways, we did that video, and... uh it's seven thirty on the button. Like my our phones turned on and it was Garmin calling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> first call of the day probably. <laughs> Sit down at my desk and the phones ring and I'm like, hmm. looked at it and it's like Garmin. I'm like, ah. Oh. And uh, so apparently there was a few people that watched that video and because uh, that posted at like twelve a.m. I mean it posted right, right in the morning. So by seven thirty, the whole Viral. East Coast had already been awake for about three hours. It was about three hours of chaos for for garmin because they were getting their phones called and uh jason tell us what happened on the other end of that story it was a little crazy because i mean that was right after i had kind of got into it and the alpha was still new to me like i don't even think i had switched over to hunting alpha i was still 220s and three dc 30s and all of a sudden there's this video for an alpha 200 and i'm like what the heck is going on you know i'm a dealer i didn't hear anything about this just like everybody else out there and you start watching it and it was a little believable at first you know but if anybody watched past what probably a minute or two we rolled that video so that it was like because i wanted to hook people on that video that was the whole idea i said we got to make it legit we got to start it off like it's a legit deal right like and then get a little crazier and a little crazier and a little crazier. So by the time somebody <laughs> watched that video, they should know that it's a joke. You know what I mean? Like it should should be there. Should. You know what happened, though? It, we got a lot of calls, I'm sure. <laughs> no, people, the dealers, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't expect, so I did it for the customers. Right. But all of our competitors, all the dealers watching that video just got so irately mad because W had this 200 on video and there was not a word about it anywhere else so they were we so, thought we were all in the dark yeah and, and you guys you guys not you but you, you had been earlier garmin, no. but they called garmin and we're like where's this 200 i want one and i 
buddy, and I get a no. And 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 Garmin picked up the phone. You know what I mean? And they were blind. They had no clue this was going on. And so all of a sudden, these dealers just blow up their dealer line. <laughs> <laughs> it, you know, eight o'clock in the morning, and they got messages and emails and and. Uh, and they don't know what's going on. They had no. They're like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, what, what are you talking? You know, blah blah. Right. W cuts. You know, they couldn't even make out the sentence. Yeah, like, all they hear is W. W cussword, cussword. W cussword, cussword. And so, it was. That that was the part I didn't anticipate. Right. Was was that was, that was like not not even on the radar for me that that dealers would see this and and get mad. And so you just thought it was fun for the customers. Yeah. The second thing about that video was. Um, did it got in once once the first Garmin person watched it, they forwarded it to all their other Garmin. Oh, it made friends. the bounce. So in inside Garmin, it went. It was shared like a you know, like we'd share a meme sometimes. You know what I mean? Like it, you know, a, a <laughs> fun meme or whatever. Is that what you call it? I, I believe it's a mem. Oh, mem. Okay, well, meme. I like meme better. Meme so. sounds more manly. You know. <laughs> um, meme reminds me of the Drew Carey show. I just can't get over that. <laughs> so. So anyway, Garmin was sharing this inside Garmin. Like Gar and Gar Min. and Min. I, I don't know if those two. Probably. <laughs> they probably I, did. But but that was the other in the, the other part of that puzzle that was like a gift that the, the whole video was made for customers. But the gift, number one. The fallout knocking, was pretty awesome. <laughs> you know, knocking, knocking some dealers <laughs> in the teeth. That was fine. I mean, I, I, I got a chuckle out of that. I, I enjoyed that. But the, the other part was is. Folks at Garmin know who we were. So we kind of got on the radar at Garmin on a more broad level. So I went over there. I don't know when it was. Oh, I had to go over there for something. And I, I swung into Garmin and I'd walk through the halls. And it wasn't like I was a rock. You know, it wasn't like I was. No, but they it. know who you are. Because when Mike and I went, yeah. we were on our way to Oaks a couple of years ago. Had his detour down. Mm-hmm. What is it? Olaf? Yeah. O- Olatha. Olatha. And, uh. You know, you walk in, and I want to say there was somebody wearing our shirt. Yeah, in in Garmin headquarters, and like they saw me and Mike walking through, and they knew. Right. So I mean, like you said, it's not like rock star status, but it's pretty cool when a company that large, yeah, recognizes who you are. There would have been some people inside the building that would have known, but we would have. We're. I mean, in the grand scheme of Garmin, you know, I mean, we were no, but because it was so fun. For them to share a product about their, you know what I mean? Like we were doing a spoof on their product, mm-hmm. and and it was fun for them. You it's know what like I mean? A Once, Garmin roast, they, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was it was exactly it, and so so that was a, a secondary um, that that video just it carried things, and it was like, man, I we haven't been able to successfully pull off an April Fools at that caliber since. Yeah, it, it but was that fun. was perfect storm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah was. that was some foresight. That was, I mean, I'm not going to lie. The dating video, we've gotten a lot of really good <laughs> feedback. It is fun. You know what? I it, love April Fool's. It, it's so hard and stressful. Like, I want to make one. I'm like, oh my God, i got to make an April Fool's a year before April. Cause, and we always get down to the gun, and we're like, yeah, okay, we're like we got last a, day. <laughs> we got five days to pull this together. And I always... was recording the last one on my cell phone, walking around my backyard <laughs> with roosters going off. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, it, I mean, if you guys want to check that video out, it is a good laugh. Uh, if you go to YouTube, check out our YouTube channel, or even just search Alpha 200 is all it takes. Yeah, and right it now. pops up. Like, Maybe not anymore. Number two. But yeah, that would, it, so so some of our slights, if you haven't seen that, 
you probably should go watch it just so you know what we're talking about. Just for a laugh. Yeah, because we can't talk about the Alpha 200 without talking about that video. We, no. We, you know, and we've had customers that were absolutely mad yes. that they couldn't order one. Like, still. Still. Like, no joke. <laughs> I think we probably had three or four. Like, we get the prank call. You know, guys that know it's fake. Yeah. But I legitimately had somebody who, who thought it was real. I, I mean, less than... Before this even launched in Australia. Yeah. Like, these many years later, they're still, like, it was done well. Oh, yeah. We did it. We, we, we did the, 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 uh. There's two videos. The price was there? like 401 or something. You know, right. For 401, which stood for April yep. Fools. That's why we're trying to tell them, oh, the price. No, it's $400. I'm like, dude, I promise you, the Alpha 200, when it comes out. Right. Is not going to be $400. I mean, I, and it's not. And it's not. Not even close. <laughs> But it doesn't have radar either. Yeah, no. So, so, anyways, what was what was your initial whenever that happened? And you were you were not on the W train. You were you were a hater, probably. <laughs> yeah, I was probably a little <laughs> bit of a hater. Uh, it's like, God dang it! Here's another one. Like, yeah, you, little guy syndrome. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh man, we're just getting picked on. Yeah, yeah. But you know, as it unfolded, it's like, no, that was just really smart. <laughs> <laughs> hats off buddy that was a good one that was fun so just just to preface this we're, we're doing this a little bit early um but we're gonna we're i think we know enough about it that we can well people have been waiting long enough that yeah you know it's hard it's been really hard to be the one on the phones you know like the team here that's on the phones it's tough because we really appreciate our customers we apologize right now for we do we have because we have to toe that line, Jason. That was one of the things that is a growing pain of us is Garmin trust and, and, and we have non-disclosure. I mean, we have these rules we got to follow as a dealer. And, and so, I mean, we want to be like, just spill our guts about everything we know. And you get these calls. I mean, I know you've gotten them. I've gotten them. Message like I know you know what's going on, <laughs> and we just got to be like, sorry, we can't talk we can't about talk it. about, it. and that's the standard answer. You yeah, know, it's... We, you know, we can't talk about that stuff. So, so anyway, some of you guys have probably already hit us up a while ago. Please forgive us. We have to play by some rules that I mean, it's it, for your benefit in the end. I mean, that's the reason when this kind of stuff comes out, we're the experts. Yeah, yeah. I will say, you know, Garmin trying to keep this under wraps, even to the point where, you know, they released it in Australia. And it's Dude. like, don't talk. I'm like, come on, man. Oh, I got to say come something. On, like, come on, man. <laughs> I will say my heart goes out to all those people at Garmin because I'm sure they have been just getting badgered. They, You know what I mean? Like, yeah. people know this thing's out. Yeah. So it's. And then they got, the, they got it released in Australia and. I don't even know what our statement we had, or, you know, Garmin gave us to read. It was like, we'll be excited when it, you know, gets a government or some approval or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, it's final approval. And that's the big line there was in Australia, you didn't need this approval process that they had to go through for the U.S. And so. It was not their first choice probably to launch that thing. In no, Australia. no, it was not. I, I, I can, I can promise you that Garmin wanted to release it all at once, mm-hmm. but, um. They had to, uh, I'm going to tell you a story I probably shouldn't tell you. Um, they had to go through this government approval because you're doing things on this. It has an alpha, mm-hmm. which has a radio on it. So a, a, 
a radio a VHF band radio, which is strictly to the MERS brand. So you got two watts. You got all these rules you have to do for radios. Any radio you put in there has a you have to go through the government FCC. So, so you gotta anything that you transmit out in the airwaves has to go through an approval process. Well, with the built-in inReach, that's another radio, and so, so you got, got two, two radios. radios, and you know what I mean. So it's just more complex, and so you know other places didn't they don't you transmit? You, go ahead. It's you know different I mean? regulations, <clears throat> right? Different when regulations. You're talking radios, and so let's back up. So you're you're trying to go through government approval. And I don't know this, like, this is me speculation, tin hat, conspiracy theory, whatever. But if you go back a couple months, and I don't know if, if, if how many people paid attention to the news, but there was that ransomware hack mm-hmm. from, uh, who was that, um, Evil Corp or something, some, it was some kind of hacking group yep. that totally, legitimately locked Garmin Oh, up. shut it down. Like, they were, your your watch apps didn't work. Yep. I don't think their phones were working. I mean, it was just, it was just crippled them. You know what I mean? Crippled. And they wanted $10 million for a ransom key. So they said, we got the special key that'll fix everything. $10 million. And so. <laughs> and Garmin was back up and running in a couple days. <laughs> magically. Magically. Now, I don't know. And, I'm, you know what I mean? Like, I, nobody knows. Even people that work at Garmin. I'm I'm sure this is above their pay grade. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've it's, tried. <laughs> you tried. Yeah. I know guys at Garmin and yeah, yeah, yeah it's they don't know nothing. Hush. <laughs> and so I can only imagine the government is anti paying ransom, like period. And and it's probably not a good idea because it's like, Oh yeah, you can do it again and it's a blank check then. But I I liken that, you know, you think Garmin's at four billion dollars or whatever, three point six billion a, a year, somewhere in there. Ten million dollars of that is like point zero 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 two fractional you know I mean? like percent. So it's if like, it, if if they were to hack W and be like, hey, six hundred dollars will turn it all back on. Where do I and, send and I can't check? pay a ran no, I can't pay a ransom, <laughs> but I'm gonna be like, I, I have a friend or two that I can go and phone a friend. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, hey, I need to borrow six hundred bucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll get you back somehow. Right. So I'm I'm sure, you know what I mean? Like I I'm sure stuff like that happens and so anyways, I don't know how that came and gone, but I'm pretty sure that didn't help Garmin's relationship with the, <laughs> with the federal government. Yeah, it's kind of like going to trial a dog and thing burns a skunk the first time. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Because I was, I was totally like, I was mad. I was like, why is Garmin doing this? Why are they, I mean, I understand, but I'm like, why are they not letting us talk about it? Why are they, you know what I mean? Right. And the truth is, is, they're probably over here trying to clean up some mess. They're cleaning house. And they don't want people making it worse. Yep. And so, you know, I, I can I can totally appreciate that it's like, okay, you know, may, you know so there's some details on that. That's probably, you know, there's stuff I don't know about and what all the, the moving pieces of what makes this happen. But the end of the story is Garmin has it approved and we're ready to roll. And ready to I, ship. I seen emails this morning. That um, I I've been nervous about. Like this is a large order for us to just pull out of the wings. Well, and you so, didn't order five of them. No, no, <laughs> no. We did not order five. And uh, there's no there's no gameplay in here. Like if you call and order one, we we should have. <laughs> maybe. Hopefully, <laughs> if you call it on Tuesday, we probably could do it. Maybe on Wednesday, I don't know. Yeah, I forget this podcast. You know, it's. It's recruiting. Like, people hear our podcast months after we record them sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah. so 
But I've, I can tell you this is the largest order I've ever made, a single order, and I had to um, call Garmin and be like, hey, man, can you, uh, Mike just walked in. Hey, Good Mike. morning, Mike. Got He's coffee. early. He's going to kick us out of our shop here. We started a little late. Um, I had to, uh, I had to really think about like, okay, well, you could order this many. Can you split me the first ones now so I can have them on launch date and and then follow a second order up so I can get my card paid back off because right. we got to put that like it's it's phenomenal. Like I'm, I was on the phone with American Express. I'm like, please let this transaction go through. <laughs> we need a babysitter <laughs> until this goes through. Make sure that we right. have no problems. Yeah, you know, and there. I mean, I'm. <laughs> don't that's the one that's the conversation i don't talk about bouncing a check to you before <laughs> you, you're like you just act confident and make sure you're like yes and so i end up paying the card off so that we can transaction i gotta pay it off again for the next one it's like a, I, I was talking to my american express card you know yesterday i was like okay get ready you're gonna do a lot of work out here up down up down up down yeah right so, it's gonna get a workout yeah so my my american express is gonna have it's gonna have its legs day yeah but they're gonna like you mm. <laughs> yeah so Anyways, so we are here, and so now let's talk a little bit about what this thing is and what it's not, and and uh, hopefully, you know, we can we can answer a lot of questions on this podcast because yeah. we have our video we did, you know, you get up talking about the features or whatever, and, and we'll have that up, and we'll try and do a review, but this is just a long format session that we can talk and, and cover some ground, um, hopefully cover all the topics but i mean we'll see i mean things change there's a lot in here though yeah. i mean honestly you think about the alpha 100 and i would say the average consumer used 10 percent of its capability yeah you know and now we have a unit that has a lot more capabilities and it, it, there's no way we're going to use everything that's in there i don't think yeah so why don't you give a, a um why don't you give a brief description on what, what does it look like? It's very different. Uh, you know. Sell, do this in a way that people want to buy it when we're done with this podcast. Well, that's why you pay me, right? <laughs> <laughs> I can't pay you this week. No, I got to buy Garmin. I got to no, buy 200. You work for free this week. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a big upgrade, I think, on the on the unit itself as far as overall design. Buddy hit it on the head yesterday. I think it, it's real tactical looking. Um, really reminiscent of, I would say more of the Montana series because they went with, it's a flat screen. So instead of having that recessed screen, you know, that used to pick up debris and things on the, uh, the alpha 100, well, this is a totally flat touch screen. It is a larger one. I mean, we're talking a whole, it's a half inch larger than the alpha 100, which it doesn't seem like much when you say it, but it does make a big difference. I mean, this screen's much easier to read. Um, yeah, and easier to see in the sun. I mean, I know we'll get more into the details, but I I think that's something that needs addressed right up front. Is this screen is much more user friendly as far as being able to see it in all hunting conditions? Yeah, the sunlight. You know the, you know the one of the deals with the Alpha One Hundred night and day difference. Yes, in in looking at that thing in the sun, night and day. I mean, it it is amazing. You can see the screen, and I'd say the other like feature as far as overall design of this thing man they threw extra buttons in there and it's kind of throwing me for a loop yeah we're going to all different talk about it on those those buttons on the side yeah those thumb buttons so um so yeah the the screen is a 3.5 inch display um and it's it's a screen that is uh sunlight readable i mean you take that yeah. out in the in the brightest summer 
and you can still read that thing. It's it's that screen is huge improvement, huge, much better. So three and a half sec uh, there. So the batteries, we're gonna cover the batteries real quick. Same batteries as the Alpha mm. One Hundred. Did that for a reason. Yeah. Right. It, I it, mean, there was at some point they were like, "Do you think you could ever do a you know if we could get better battery life by going with a sealed unit?" You know, and they 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 ask a bunch of people questions. You know, and, and I was lucky enough to get, get round one of these table. Questions, so. And my answer was, no, I don't. I don't think a a sealed battery would be the way to go, like a cell phone. You know what I mean? Like, it's like I, I said, I wake up if I don't charge, you know, if if I don't charge my cell phone, big deal. You know, I throw it on a charger, or whatever. If my charger, go, my cell phone battery goes dead, you know, okay, it, it stinks, but I can normally find something to plug it in. I'm around the house, whatever. I said, right. if my alpha, if I wake up at camp and my alpha's dead because I forgot to stick it on the charger. You're out a day. I'm out. I mean, like I, that's a really big disruption. And so I was like, I, I, I don't see that working for a lot of people. You know, guys on horseback. You know, guys off quads or multi-day trips know, so, away from. Yeah, I was like, I just don't think you can. I, I don't think that's a bright idea to go into a sealed battery unit. So, so I, I, my input was, and you can beat me up if you if you think this is wrong. Somebody's gonna think probably, this is wrong. Yeah, somebody would be like, oh yeah, better battery life would be better. I agree, you know, better battery life would be better, but the functional capabilities of these replaceable batteries in different conditions outweighs the couple extra hours of battery life that you're going to get. You know? Well, you got to think you're going to gain a couple hours on a sealed battery unit maybe, but when you really look at it and I can throw, you know, three alpha batteries in if I have to over time, I mean, we're talking up to 60 hours of runtime on three batteries on this because one battery for the Alpha 200 is up to 20 hours when you're not using the inReach capability, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, and 50, 15 hours when you are. And if you're using the screen and the maps and the functionality, you're going to see less than that. So, Well, like anything, the more you use it, I mean, like guys that ask, how long does a shock collar last? Well, how long's a bark collar last? Yeah. Well, I mean, how long's your dog barking? Mm-hmm. You know, makes a big difference. Um, <clears throat> so the, 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 the levels of stimulation are the same. Alpha 100. And the training buttons, man, that's a rough one to say because the buttons are not just training buttons on this one, which yeah. we'll get into. That's the big difference is, is the buttons on top. You know, on the Alpha 100, all those buttons are ever used for is training. You know, sending dog commands, tone, stem, vibrate, mm-hmm. right? But the Alpha 200 make those buttons do other things. They're like a hotkey. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> you can make a hotkey. Um so before we get into the, the, those, because I do want to talk a lot about that, because that's a huge setup um, and change, but these things are compatible. We should probably make sure that we're covering everything, but these things are compatible with the TT15s, the T5s, mm-hmm. and both minis, and the collars you know, act the same. So, you right. know I mean? so, so don't freak out, because you know every, this is the call I get all the time. Oh, Garmin just comes out with something new, so you got to buy new stuff. You know, this product, I I really feel Garmin took the hunters to heart and what we were saying. I mean, how long has that Alpha been in production now? Alpha 100 has been out eight years? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, eight, eight maybe 2012. I don't know. It's, it's 13, 12, somewhere in there. You know, I, I'm going to, I'll defend Garmin a little bit there. Because when they first developed this product, and I don't want to get too much in the weeds because I want to I stay on the Alpha 200. The, Alpha, the the Astro 20 and DC 30, or no, I'm sorry, uh, 
hell, what the hell was the first one? DC twenty. Anyways, DC yeah. thirty is when it started. But they weren't developed. They didn't even know about hounds at the time. You know, for the most part, they hounds were not even on their radar. They developed this dog for a bird dog guy and was like, okay, we track one dog. And so it was like, how many you know dogs would a guy need? And they're like ten, and ten was just like unfathomable to these engineers right. developing this product. You know what I mean? Like they didn't have no clue. It was just like, oh, I think we could do this with a dog, and maybe we'd sell a, a couple of them. You know what I mean? Like there, it was just a a harebrained idea to these guys that was like, well, let's try this. I don't know if, if people would buy this to track a dog or not. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't. And there was a couple guys that were like, yeah, there's a need. You know, and so so they picked 10 because they didn't. They couldn't imagine anybody needing more they, than 10. Like, that was crazy dog person The level. crazy dog person has three or four dogs. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So so they they developed this product, and then the houndsman found it. And so 10 was quickly surpassed, you know what I mean? So, so anyways, they built this, developed this product on the 10 dog system. And then they wanted to, uh, the next, when the alpha came out, they're like, oh, we could try to fix this. And so they didn't want to make it non-compatible. You know what I mean? They wanted to stay on that 10 dog system, but there were so many complaints about not being able to track more than 10 dogs. So they doubled it. You know, they're like, okay, well, 20, nobody will use more than 20. And and that's a fair <laughs> statement. Twenty is a pretty good number for most. For most, and one of the issues was, you know, I mean, at the point where you're tracking thirty or forty or fifty, I mean, what you pick a number and it's like, okay, you're you're you just got too many dogs on the system. The system's not going to perform well. Right. You know, that you need to carry a computer with you if you're going to do that. You know what I mean? Like you're yep. you got you're getting into a different type of system. So I know it'll probably irritate some people. Like I want, you know, I need twenty two or I need twenty five or you know, what I mean, like. Right. I understand, but you got to draw the line somewhere. And 20 is a manageable number for Garmin with the computer software power that they can fit in there with the battery life and all the things that they need to try to do. Because it's not just as simple as track this you know, dog or whatever. So, so anyways, that was the alpha changeover. And I think we'll probably see that. Uh, and I... I don't know. I mean, I, there's times I can talk and there's times I can't talk, right? <laughs> right. This is a time that there's no discussions or anything like that that I'm even talking about. I'm talking about me from W thinking like an engineer. I think that they'll try to to keep that going forward. I think they'll try. You know, their their first goal is, is to make it compatible. Garmin does not want to say their intent is, is not to make everybody throw away all the collars and then have to go buy brand right. new collars. You know, like if, you know, so. Well, but like other items you've said, we caused, we as hunters, like caused that change because yeah. we wanted more than ten. Yeah, yeah. And so Garmin made a change, and so they had to, they had to make a hard hard decision back on that that alpha launch was, you know, we're getting so much complaints about ten dogs, we can make this new system, we can we can double it, we can get more, but it's not going to be compatible. And right. so they made the decision to improve the product, and you know, and that decision gets made every time. There may be a decision at some point that Garmin says. We can do X, Y, Z on this system that, that guys want. I don't know what that is, but, you know, whatever it is that this alpha doesn't do that's so needed to do, and it can't be just a simple feature. It's got to be something major enough that Garmin's like, okay, we can do that. You know, we can actually make that, and we can work that, and that, that can be done. we got to get rid of the compatibility. We can't we can't do that and make it compatible, you know, and so that's the decision Garmin makes. And so luckily, and I'm really happy, that on this 200, it was... Um, well, that paved the way. Yeah, I mean, to yeah, where now, if somebody's wanting to get into this Alpha 200i, 
Yeah. Your TT15s are going to transfer with you. Your T5s, you know, it still connects with all your drive tracks, yep. Phoenixes, Instinct, it, the Garmin ecosystem. I saw it put like that's a really great word yeah. for it because it's this huge family of devices that are still compatible. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if you're not ready to buy one yet, W Hunting Supply. Yep. DUsupply.com. <laughs> press pause, go buy one right now and come back on and we'll get one in the mail to you. Um, anyways, so that's, Compatibility, dang near 100% compatibility. You know what I mean? Like, you know, your 30s, 40s, 50s, I think that's kind of getting far enough back in the weeds. I don't. Yeah, I think the only real difference is the 50, you know, because you could still. I don't know. I I haven't tested enough to say if that's, you know, I don't think there's going to be a lot of effort put into discontinued products. You know what I mean? That 50 has been discontinued for a while. So if you got 50s, you probably should get off that bandwagon. You know, that, that. That train is coming to an end. Now's your time. Yeah. So I don't, we can try to check that out. If somebody really wants to know, we can, we can plop one in here and find a 50 somewhere. But I'm not going to make it a statement that it will or won't. And I'm not going to, I'm definitely not going to make a statement that Garmin's going to commit to doing that. Cause I right. doubt, you know, I, I could ask the question, but sometimes you know the answer. It's like, come on, they're going to look at me and go, buddy, how old is that product? Right. And how long has it been discontinued? And am I going to pull an engineer off of a new product to go work on an, a product has been dis- discontinued for six years. Right. And he's like, how, you know, they got to, they got to pay the bills. You know what I mean? It's their company. And so they got to look at when they stick an engineer on something, they got to make sure it, it pays, pays its way. So, um, all right. So let's, you kind of mentioned it, the side buttons. So let's start with the in reach cart first. Cause that, that is the big, that's a big one. And that's an easy one. Mm-hmm. If you know what the in reach is, you know what an in reach is. You have mm-hmm. one, you use one or you want one. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, the, uh, you, there's a little fast forward button on the bottom here. If you absolutely don't need or don't want, or don't want to hear about inReach, press the fast forward yeah, button through this ahead, section. Bump ahead gonna, a little bit. We're going to talk a little bit about the inReach. Um, it is a game changer in how I hunted. Like yep. I, I, uh, I don't want to say that, you know, I didn't hunt without it before for me to go more in the woods without cell phone service and be able to check in either with my wife or you guys or whatever. Um, I can go out and hunt where I want to hunt and not have to worry about running, you know, five miles to this hill where I can get cell yep. phone service and make a phone call and wait around here. I can just send a message while I'm hunting and stay hunting. So from that part, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, last year I, uh, I was up in the snowmobile last day of season with Bradley. And of course I'm not a very, uh, I'm prepared, but I'm not a preparer. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, just, I just get lucky. <laughs> That's like, a good way to put it. So, so anyways, uh, somebody smart taking their 10 year old, 11 year old on a snowmobile, you know, and we covered like 65 miles and we were probably 17 miles on sleds from the truck. Somebody smart probably would have checked the two stroke oil before, Yeah, you know, because I have that, that super wide track and that thing just sips two stroke oil. Just hardly ever use it. So you don't think about it. Right. You got another one that you use very often, but so anyways, we had a, a, a cat going right at the end of the day. I mean, it was almost about to turn around. I mean, honestly, I was, I was at the point where I told them if they don't, you know, I say, I was, I was like, we're going to let the dogs out. We're going to run them a little bit, get some exercise out of them. And we're going to head back. I mean, it was like three o'clock or whatever. It was, it was close. We've been hunting all morning, all day. Well, the dogs took off and burned out of there. And I was like, okay, shit, they're going to, they're doing pretty good on this. And so we come out of there and come out and I'm start working towards them. Anyways, long story short, I'm starting driving up this road. I get out, cut, I cut a saw out of the way and then my, my, alarm goes off on my, my snowmobile two-stroke oil 
And you want to talk about winter father of the year, you know what I mean? I'm looking looking at my 10-year-old. <laughs> it's going to get cold as hell. Sorry, bud. <laughs> and uh, and I'm just like, I can't believe I don't have two stroke I can't believe that I didn't check that. And, uh, you know, so I'm like, tell Brad, I said, well, we got to get the dogs first. So we snowshoed up. We had about a mile or something hiking snowshoes to go get the dogs. And we did get a cat. That was awesome. And uh, But while I was when I left there, I just text, I just reached my buddy. And I was like, hey. Cause there's a snowmobile club up there at the, the ski park. I was like, can you get on their Facebook page and see if you can find anybody that knows somebody that's up there? Cause I figured, you know, those, those snowmobile guys are prepared. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know they know what, I mean? what they're, they're doing. Cases of this stuff. <laughs> Not like me. They took a trailer full of it. <laughs> yeah. And so I, uh, I just, you know, texted a couple of buddies with the inreach. I'm like, here's the deal. I'm out too short. It's not a huge deal. Worst case, you know, I, I could, I could, you know, I had another Walk. buddy to get the sheriff's, you know, I I got somebody, you know what I mean? I I had another. I think I even had a sled at my truck. You know, I had my back. I always carry. I I try to have two sleds, and so I had a sled at my truck. So I was like, worst case, I could get somebody to grab some two-stroke oil, hop on that sled, and run out to me and and bring it. But it was just going to be a long, you know, long way. Anyways, that inreach, a huge difference between me continuing to my dogs to get my dogs, and you know what I mean. And so by the time we got back, it was just about dark. It was getting cold, you know. It was it was rough. I mean, it was. I would have had to build a fire. That country's no joke. Yeah, in the winter. Yeah, and so I would have had to. It would have been a different game plan, Jason. Yeah. You know, I was able to get back to my truck that night. It, had I not had it, I would have been going into a different mode of survival. Build a fire. Yep. You know what I mean? Okay. You know, plan on the long haul to wait and and figure out what I'm going to do for the, the way out because there was just no with with my son. So it makes a big difference. Um. Th- those types of situations, it just gives me a comfort to know that I have a means of communication the to lifeline. the outside world. Yeah. So, so, so that is w- what I mean by when I say I hunt differently. You know, I, I probably five years ago, I don't think I would have been that far back in with my boy. Right. I, I would have really felt stupid if I ran a snowmobile oil, which I, I may still have done that. I don't know. I don't know that's made me more careless, but that is, is such a cool thing on the inreach. So, so anyways, the inReach, you can send and receive messages 100% through the Iditarum satellite system. You don't need a cell phone to do it. No cell service. No cell service. So if you, you put your phone in airplane mode, blue, turn the Bluetooth on, and uh, I recommend using the app, the, the Garmin Explorer app, mm-hmm. to send messages with your inReach. If you're, if you're a person that's trying to send messages on the on the device you can i mean you can type a message on the device it works it's a little harder a little more cumbersome to type a message but the app is so much like just sending a, a text or mm-hmm. a facebook i mean it, you've yeah. got your keypad it's familiar and it it just makes user uh user experience a lot better i think yeah and uh in the so the one thing about the alpha 200 i have sent messages using the keypad on there it's much better than a regular inreach surprisingly it's just not it's not up to par with the cell phone. Cell phone, they've really spent a lot of development resources into using that keyboard for texting. Yep. Because it's millions, right? So you, you know, the the software engineers on an Apple iPhone on the touchscreen capabilities and and the the screens they use for a phone are just so much more sensitive and high sensitive that uh, it's still easier on a phone. So if mm-hmm. you if you got an inReach, one hundred percent. If you haven't done it, download the app. And learn how to, to connect that inReach to the app. 
weather is another thing that people can pull. In fact, I just used this on my elk hunting trip because we had no service. You know, we didn't want to run the town if we didn't have to. But you can actually get your weather updates too for you know the guys that are out there for multiple days or you're making a big trip. I find that feature pretty handy too, just on my standard in range. You know, uh, we had that. You know, the fires we got out here. Yeah. That when they blew up, that Monday, I did check weather. Like I, I pulled camp. I was camped up there right in the middle of a couple of them big fires, and uh, literally in the middle. Literally, yeah, just like all around like you. The, the the fires just south of me in Oregon. I mean, it's like all around, and uh, I, I, had, I was so fed up with being stressed out at work i was like i'm just going to check out so i i turned phone off i i just went hunting or uh you know camping and we went hunting and normally i i'm good about checking the weather so anyways it was monday i had to get back we had work started tuesday so i it was like i'll just get up monday and and uh pack camp up so we started heading out and i get into town and start getting the weather alerts and i'm like oh crap <laughs> yeah this is a big deal yeah i i went without using i, I should have used that in reach to you know again i wasn't prepared but normally I would just pop the, the weather in and go, oh, there's a storm coming. You know what I mean? And I, luckily I got out before the storm, but if I would have seen that, I would have been like, dang sure we're getting out this morning before right. that wind comes. So I'm not trying to cut trees out to get my, my, my camp out, you know, cause I'm sure a lot of trees blew down in that storm. Oh know, yeah. That fire just blew up. So anyways, that weather is a really, really, really helpful feature, especially for me when I got a camper up there, I got a, a, a camp, I'm set up and, uh, it's just nice to know. Okay, I got a big storm coming here. I got, I can go hunt this time, and then I can pull. I need to pull camp out before the big snow comes or whatever. You know, I mean, there's a lot of decisions I make, and I don't even have to go to cell phone service anymore. I can just check it all on my inReach. Right. But don't like for those of you that aren't really interested in this part and didn't fast forward. You know, don't be alarmed because the inReach is just an, it's an added feature to the track and train device. Yeah. So this is not something that is, you know, a, a technology you have to use. It does require a monthly subscription fee if you choose to use it. Um, yeah. I would say that the biggest safety feature on that buddy that we didn't touch on is the SOS. Yes. And that's uh, that's your real lifeline. As long as you got this subscription paid, yeah, that SOS button. When you press that, it'll uh, it'll trigger an uh, alarm, and it goes actually. I think through Dallas is the mm-hmm. the the hub. S- the hub center. So it'll it'll send out a message, give you your location, and somebody in the emergency system will will text you back and say hey are you okay what's your emergency yep. and that's the opportunity for you to go i forgot two-stroke oil <laughs> <laughs> yeah. don't use it for two-stroke oil yeah you, i mean if you had to you got your son out there i mean i don't know we, I, but, did they send a tow truck when you used it no they got a hold of um a buddy so i had a, a anyway so i i would it, it's mostly for medical and, and real emergencies um, I would recommend having a buddy that can call someone like a tow truck or something like that. So, so, but basically they'll text you and say, what's your, what's your emergency? So if you got, you know, heart attack or whatever, they can, they can direct those resources to you and the right, you know, send emer- people that can yeah. actually help in that field. And, and if, if you don't answer, they're still coming. They just are coming blind. They don't know what, right. what they're coming for. So, so that's the thing is, is you can be like, Hey, I, you know, you give them who the patient is or what the problem is and yep. you know is it a broken leg can they walk you know where are you at you know because they can they can be like alert search and rescue to come in with a gurney board or whatever you know what i mean so they just know, you know they can game plan ahead snowmobiles of time. you know what i mean you could do they can do a lot of things to figure out okay well 
this is accessed by snowmobiles, so we need to make sure we get, you know, snowmobile crew in there, whatever it is, you know, they can, they can make sure that happens. So they're, they're really good. And, and like I said, I did press that one time. I had a, a truck that, I mean, just died on me. And, and, uh, in hindsight, I, I, I wouldn't use the SOS for that. They did. They got a hold of my wife or whatever to call a, a truck or, you know, to, what I needed to do was, you know, to be honest with you, I, I didn't know that Laura was going to be able to correlate the GPS coordinates to a tow truck. And so, right. So now I got a buddy, you know, my buddy Dan or whatever. I'm like, hey, Dan, if I ever get a call, they need coordinates coordinated. You're my, <laughs> you're my, my tow go-to. truck liaison. Okay? There you go. <laughs> you're the tow truck liaison. Commu- comms officer. I like that. Um, You know, whether it's two-stroke oil or, or breaking down truck. or whatever tow truck you're my comms officer okay you're gonna you're gonna establish the communication emergency communication for uh team w but this is a it's a huge addition mike's on that team too he's on our emergency oh our emergency uh what do we call it you should call it emergency evac team emergency emergency response team the the buddy evac team when we <laughs> gotta get buddy out when he's he's ignoring you right now yeah um <laughs> so uh yeah but so, probably one of the biggest new features. I mean, yeah. I would say that is the biggest new feature. All right. So where are we at on this? We 46 minutes. We're going to, I think we should pause here and we should pick this up outside so we don't disturb shop some. Sure. So let's go ahead and take a quick break. I can let some coffee out and uh, we'll pick up part two. Sounds Stay good. Stay tuned. Uh, we're back. We uh, changed locations. Mobile command center. So maybe you hear a little different audio, but we got out of the shop because all the crew started coming in to... We got a bunch of back orders. We got a big, you helped unload that freight order yesterday. Oh, a huge order. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so I figured, you know what? We probably should finish this outside. So we moved outside. If the if the, if the quality of the, the audio sounds differently, that's why. It's because we're sitting outside. Jason had to put a jacket on. and It's a little nippy out here. Yeah. I love this time of year. Mm-hmm. It's better than 100 degrees. And the other thing we should probably talk about is that we're doing this in person. So we're actually doing a- This is our- First one in person, isn't yeah, it? yeah. We got the setup like like bear hunting, so we're we're actually working. Yeah, you're breathing into it a little bit. Pull that mic up uh, a little off there, but um. Anyway, so if, if I'm I'm curious to see how the audio qu- turns out because this is a whole different game mm-hmm. for for us. So, uh, anyways, let's jump back into this 200. So we're talking about. Uh, I think the next topic we should probably roll into is the buttons on the on the side right above the SOS button. There's there's three additional buttons on this Alpha 200. Um, there's two of them that are kind of like up-down, and then there's one in the, in the below that that's kind of like a select. There's a total of three buttons, the three on top that we all know about from the Alpha 100. And then you have three more that kind of, if you hold the, the device in your right hand, sorry left-handed folks, but it's 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 geared right, right-handed, but you can use your, your thumb kind of rests on those buttons. Mm-hmm. And so um, those buttons can do different things you know, primarily they're used to cycle through the the training command pages. So if you're if you're you're holding that one there, Jason, you can you can press those buttons and see that it changes the top um, options for what those three buttons on the top do. So if I'm looking at mine, like I can see, you know, Bonnie, Shelby, all my continuous uh, training commands, mm-hmm. and then I cycle through one pages, which are my what I could call my map control. You know, I got mine set up so I got a map control, a next dog, and then the the right button is a, a zoom out and a zoom in. And then I have some tone commands, you know, for, for dogs. And then I have uh, a, a button that starts with a map. I press that, it goes straight to my map page. 
Another one I press, it goes to my compass page. And then I got one that locks and unlocks my, my screen so that I don't accidentally bump and change things on my screen. Well, and a lot of that's because they were trying to make this compatible with glove use, right? Yeah. So, I mean, you can pretty much run everything you need to run just off the button functions for those of you that don't like the touchscreen. I, I still like a touchscreen, especially with like the pinch to zoom and, and all the new features of the new screen. It's uh, yeah, it's a lot more natural, but those buttons, I can imagine like wintertime, I always, I hated the alpha as far as getting wet mm-hmm. and where we hunt, it gets wet. Oh yeah. You know, where now you can run pretty much everything based off these side buttons. They're yep. like a mic button on like a... Oh, like a handheld radio almost. That's right yep. where they're at. So yeah. it's a natural feel too. So if you go into yours, we'll walk through and, and, and look at some of the options on there. So go to your training setup. Sure. And uh, in the training keys, you'll get your your area where you can select what those keys would do. And, and you could do a little bit of this in the customized version of the Alpha 100, but you only had the options to change dogs and right. training commands. But now when you say, you know, select the function or whatever you got training command which will go into the dog training portion um if you don't go in there go into applications you can choose a command to say map dog tracker mark waypoint dog list new hunt and messages so those that's what your applications are that you can use there's another option called device actions zoom to device next device on map my favorite right there next device on map i love that feature because i can just when i I just press that and just goes through my dogs and shows them on the map and and wherever they are even when there's if you got a dog spread out if dog's off screen if i had a dog in in grant's pass and for some miraculous reason you know i you got service 300 miles away yeah (laughs) if that was the case right i could have four dogs here i would say next dog on map and show me my dog here i go to my next dog here my next dog here and then at one point it's gonna go it's gonna go all the way to grant's pass and show me that i got oh i got a a, a, last signal a, a last signal over in grants pass and i go the next one will show me myself you know so just it cycles through all the things that this alpha thinks you're tracking so that includes yourself i think um contacts you know what i mean like so it's going to go through everything um anyways continuing on i i do you know that that's my favorite I do. Okay. Because we've talked about it a lot, though. <laughs> I love that And you feature. didn't know it. <laughs> I love like, it, that man. was something you stumbled upon, right? Right. That was the one that I was like, this is the feature I didn't know I wanted. Yep. There's so, lots of those in here, I yeah, found. Yeah. Like, you, you know, you just catch yourself going, ooh, mm-hmm. that, that's kind of cool. So, continue on. Device info. Next dog info. Cycles dogs on tracker. Some of these I don't even know what exactly they do. I mean, it, you know, what I mean, they're just trying to give you all these options for different things that somebody might want. Next group on map. So maybe that I'm guessing that cycles through different your groups. dog and contact groups. You know, if you which got your, we need to get into. So maybe that's your puppies and <laughs> and uh, whatever. So so those are um, what they call device actions. And then you got utilities. And so toggle screen lock. I use that one. I do. Yep. Zoom in, zoom out, toggle bird's eye. So for, for folks that, that really like to turn bird's eye on and off, you can you can turn it on and off with a button. Adjust the backlight, toggle recording, toggle device tracks, toggle my track. So so basically, I think that's turn your tracks on and turn them off. If you, mm-hmm. if you have a bunch of dogs and you're like, man, I want to turn tracks off so I can see where they are, that's what your toggle device tracks, I'm assuming, would do. Um, 
toggle data broadcast. So that would be um, dog broadcast. Yeah, it's like the drive track or whatever. If you wanted to, if you had to turn off and turn on that a lot, you could you could do that. And toggle sounds. So if you wanted to go with a mute, you know, mute all the sounds. So anyways, those are the commands that you can put a, a dog or a you can program a button to. Let me find my coffee. Here. And to activate those, you're just using the three buttons we're all familiar with. Yep. yep you know, exactly. you're assigning those just like you would assign a dog to a specific training button. Mm-hmm. Now you just gotta broaden your, you know, your view of it. It's not just a dog. You're you're dedicating an action. Yes. Whether it's stimulation or you know, quick map reference, the zoom in, zoom out. Yep. So you can you can you can make this device um, really just almost touch free. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So like if if I go on there and and, and look at uh, I think it's I I like to have one for my messages. I'm going to try and find it here now. Application messages. So it's my in-reach messages so that I can, you know, say I, I see that somebody, you know, I'm, I'm out hunting and I was like, oh, I got an in-reach message. I can just press that button, look at the messages, click it, read it, and then move on. Go about your day. Yeah. So so really, I mean, like I said, there's so much thought into this device that it's mind-boggling. You know what I mean? Like it, it is, and, and that part can be overwhelming for somebody when they click on it, Even for, or at least for me it was. You know, it was like, how do I want to set this up? You know what I mean? How, what do I need? What do I not need? You know, because there's so many things that, you know, one of the things, I think they took off man overboard on these, didn't they? I didn't yeah. see it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. It was like, one of the the feedback sessions was like, why the hell do you have man overboard? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, We're make this thing track dogs. Boat. Um, I'm sure you could probably, you might be able to go back in and add in, you know, cause my, my comments to them were, I don't need man overboard. If, if I got a man overboard, something is really, we're really wrong. <laughs> we're wrong. Something's <laughs> wrong. I mean, I don't, I don't know what, so anyways, that was a, a joke was, was like, I don't need man overboard. Make this thing track dogs and make it do the hunting part. That's what should be there. Yep. Now, if, if there's guys that use all these other features, because there's a ton of features that Carmen tries to add, all these calculators and da-da-da-da-da, and, and, you know, man overboard, you know, if you can use it on the boat or whatever. I'm like, those guys are smart enough to go in there and enable that. You know what I mean? Like, you can go add that stuff in. It can be in a, a right. back screen somewhere. But I'm like, it doesn't need to be on the main screen, you know, and it doesn't, it, it dang sure should not be in front of any dog stuff. So Right, dogs are primary, like, that's all we care about when we got yeah. this thing in our hands. So I'm hopeful uh, that, you know, when you go into setup menu or, or, or anything like that, you can, um, you can add all these sorts of things that you, you may or may not want, you know what I mean? So a competition timer, you know what I mean? There's going to be plenty of people that, that want cop, cop, uh, competition. But if you go into uh, your your uh, setup and then your, your menu, so your main menu, and then you scroll all the way over, you can add um, add an item. So you got applications, active route, alarm clock, Area calculation, compass, hunt view, man. There's our man overboard right there. Oh, you can add man. So see, I don't. Yeah. Proximity alarms. You know, share wirelessly, sight and go stopwatch, trip computer. All those features are still in this device. They're just not enabled out of the box. Right. And and the theory on that was is because it's so massive of a undertaking, we wanted it to be easy for somebody to pick up and go hunt with their dogs. Mm-hmm. And then if a guy really wants some of that oddball stuff you can go in there and add it add you know it. go go add that stuff it's still there it's just in the background you know what i mean it's just not a an app that's installed you just need to activate that portion so so that's uh 
that's a little bit of a discussion on what it can. I mean, we could go into the weeds all day long about things that can you know it can do man overboard. We could spend an hour on every yeah. feature. Pretty easy, really. Yeah. But you know, the big one with that is I would just caution people. Um, the usage of it is great, mm -hmm. but it definitely is going to take. You know, you don't want to just grab this thing out of the box and run straight to the woods with it as far as the, the additional buttons. Everything else, I mean, it's like falling off a yep. log, but, you know, you want to spend your time and kind of mess with that. Just play with it a little bit. You'll, you'll pick it and up. And it's you quick. For it. Yeah. Oh, um, that kind of covers the, the side buttons. Those side buttons do different things depending on what. So in the training portion, if you... uh. So one thing that's different between the Alpha 100 is when you go set a training command, you're setting it for, so you select a dog. If I, if I go to training setup, I set training keys, and let me uh, set it up for uh, training command, and then, or I say change action, uh, training command, and then I'm going to pick one of my dogs, Shelby, and I'm going to put it on continuous. So, so now, when I'm on my map page, and I cycle to that dog that I just programmed for a, a continuous. So, so that's a different one. You know, it used to be you just put the dog on, and then you had these options to select. Do you want continuous, momentary, vibrate, all that on one button? You could change it. Um, at least with the software where we're at now on, on launch, that is not the case. You pick the training command. So You're assigning a dog and a specific command. Yes. I, so, so I got to have a button set up for Shelby on continuous. And then I have to have another button set up for a Shelby for tone. Right. And and if you want to vibrate, you'd have to do a third button for vibrate. And so, and the reason behind that is it's a little different than the Alpha 100. But when I go to continuous, so let's say Shelby continuous, I can, so I, before I select continuous, I can cycle through and I'm cycling through my dogs to find that button for continuous. So I quickly find Shelby on five continuous. When I press the button, you can hear Ooh, it. Ooh, we got to click through. <laughs> Shelby did not get jocked. No dog was harmed in the making of this podcast. Just the audio glitch. <laughs> uh, here again. So if I press that, now when I push these top and butt buttons, I'm changing the level for intensity. Mm -hmm. So I can quickly go from a one, a three, by using the, 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 side, button. the side buttons to go up and down. Now I just got to press that to close it, and now I can go back to cycling through my different button dogs, right? So the... One of the, the, the reasons when you repressed it on like a tone and then I wanted to cycle to the next dog. So like on a tone, I want to hit that dog and then go to the next dog, hit the next dog, right? And so I, I'd hit the tone and I'd push the buttons to cycle through the menus. Mm -hmm. If it was changeable, those buttons were trying to change it from like, so what was happening was is you'd hit tone and then you'd press the up button to go to the next dog. Well, you change it from tone to, to, shock. to shock or vibrate or whatever, or lights, you know what I mean? And so what was happening and I'll give you a good example. I had a herd of elk run, run across the road. We were on a little hike there. And uh, it was difficult for me to tone all my dogs mm -hmm. because I'd, I'd tone one and I'd want to go to the next one to tone it. And I'd, so I'd hit the next button. And what I was doing was I was changing it. So, I mean, I had lights on dogs. I had, <laughs> you know what I mean? I had tones going off, vibrates. And so I got everything. And I, I was like, why in the heck is my unit so screwed up? You know what I mean? So... So I do realize that there's a, that's different from the Alpha 100, and I and I know we're going to get some people that are going to be like, I liked it like the old way, right? which I did too. But I can tell you with the buttons on the side, it was messing up the configurations. And so there is a legitimate reason why that happened. Yep. And, I, and, I, and I hope Garmin re-enables that 
Um, I don't know if they will or not because, you know, Garmin wants to make sure it's very simple and they don't want a dog getting corrected when it's not, you know, they, they really want to make sure that it's, it's handled right. And, um, in those situations, it was really hard for Garmin to look at all the different things that would happen. It's like, okay, well, when it's on continuous, the buttons should go up and down, but when it's not on continuous, it should go to the next dog. And so you got these buttons that do different things depending on what, you know, what, what's showing on the screen. Right. And so as a, you know, going back to my engineering days at Intel, I can, I could really relate that it's like, man, that's a that's difficult a feat. That's, that's really difficult. So, so sometimes limiting things may not make sense to people. You know what I mean? It's like, reason. oh, now I got to have a button for this and that. It's like, yeah, that you do. But, but the alternative was chaos. In but some you respect. can still boot. Uh, well, I shouldn't even say bootleg around it, but you can still set it up much like the Alpha in appearance. It's still going to function a little different. Yeah. But like you can set, let's yep. say Shelby and Shy and and Della to have a tone page, like those yep. three dogs. Yep. So you're not changing through and cycling to get your tone. No, no. So that's exactly how I have it set up. I got a a, a three buttons for three different dogs on tone. So there's my tone page. So. Mm-hmm. And then my next page will be my other dogs on tone. So I go, boom, boom, boom. There's my tone page. Shelby, Shy, Della, all on tone. And then if I continue, I got Shelby, Shy, Della on continuous. Right. And and so that I just have to mentally know. And, and it's so much quicker on this. You know, even with the alpha, you know, for you to go in there and go, okay, select this to tone on the alpha using the touch screen, which it didn't work all the time. You know what I mean? This like, is faster. Especially if you faster. got messages popping up, like yeah. lost alert or whatever. You exactly. know, you're constantly fighting the 100. So, so the net gain is I can st- I can do that much faster with my setup than you can on an Alpha 100. Right. If I was to say, okay, Jason, we're going to have a race here. Put an Alpha 100 in your hand with the ability to change dog, tone it, and go, okay, go tone all your dogs. I'm going to be like, boom, change, boom, 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 change. Done. I'm done. Now, now, shock your dog. You're still going to be going in there selecting tone, trying to press. And I'm going to be like, okay, shock dog. Two button presses. I'm on my shock pages. Boom, boom, boom. Right. And if I hit those buttons, I can up. I can change the stem level. All with hands. It's so, faster, for sure. Much faster. So it's just a matter of perception. You know what I mean? Like, if, if you open this up out of the gate, and I, I was the same way. I'm like, man, I really like the way you change it with the alpha. But there was just hangups with that. So that's different. And, right. and people need to realize that maybe that changes. That's all software. So things can change and improve. And, and Garmin's always trying to improve the product. And, and so that's uh, something that... that uh, it was just a problem that was worked out. It was like, man, they they are they are doing things that we didn't want it to do, and so there's just been a lot of thought. I mean, I can just tell you that there's nothing about this device in the menus that wasn't thought about. Right. And and if if Garmin had some questions, they had people that they would go ask questions to and try to get some input to. So it was really um, developed with with a lot of thought, trial, error. And, and seeing that part of it. So anyways, I, I just wanted to make sure we explain that for people. And, yep. and cause I do think we'll see some people that'll be like, I like the old way. And it, it, every time it, I can't say that I don't like the old way, but I sure didn't like what my handheld looked like afterwards. Right. So just kind of lost. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's that whole, what button did I push and how do I fix it? Yep. Um, so I think that covers the buttons pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I... I Just play with them. Play with them. Play with them. Play and with it's, them. And it's a quick learning curve, I would say, you know, but it definitely is... It's and just different. 
find the next dog device. Yeah. <laughs> Put that Buddy's all about that. <laughs> Man, that's an awesome feature. I love that feature. Well, but I think the next one we're going to cover might be one of my favorite features, the bird's eye. Yeah. Is that next so on you the could, list? See, you could go find and, and enable toggle bird's eye. Right. And you'll be like, I love Boom. this feature. Done. <laughs> I, and I'll be like, what's, what's, the, what's the bird's eye? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the, to me, one of the cooler features of the unit is I don't have to plug this thing into uh, Basecamp anymore to get my bird's eye devices. Oh, so let's back up. Let's talk about let's let's talk about how that happens. How, how you get there, I yeah. guess. So the, the three Wi-Fi. things. Yeah, there's three wireless capabilities for this device to communicate with other devices. What you're describing is Wi-Fi. That is, you know, when you get a, a cell phone and you go to a hotspot or McDonald's or whatever, you can connect to their Wi-Fi, right? Mm-hmm. That's an internet wireless signal. Most, I think in 2020, most people most know people what Wi-Fi know what is, is, but I'm going to. If you're listening to a podcast, <laughs> you probably know what Wi-Fi okay, is. Fair enough, Jason. Fair <laughs> enough. Okay. So you know what Wi-Fi is. I don't need to explain the Wi-Fi. So what that does is it connects the device to the internet for Garmin servers and, uh, what what you tell us what you like? You can download your bird's eye direct to it. How does that work? Because I like I am not a bird's eye guy, so I haven't I haven't messed entirely with that. I've played and and tried it, but I just grab the hunt view card and you know pop it. it. In. How do you do the download? I would like to make it sound more complicated than it is, but literally you go download and you click a button and you select your area, and then you have a cup of coffee and you wait for it to download. Perfect. I mean, it's like. <laughs> I was literally blown away at how easy it is to just select your area, download it. You know, the only thing I could see it, you know, f- the unknown factor is your internet speed. Yeah, you know, which I is going to matter if you're on a computer or not. I mean, right. The the old ways of downloading Birdseye, you got on Basecamp. This may be why I have such an aversion to it because it's a pain in the ass. I hate doing it yeah. through Basecamp. It was going to Basecamp, selecting your area. You can only select a certain spot. And you download it, and it takes forever for that one. Then you go to the next spot, and you, yep. you know. I mean, so you had these blocks you had to download, and I just never had the time for that. And I, I would, would do it on occasion, but um, put a chip in. Now it's very simple. Well, and I think that this is kind of the answer to a lot of guys' prayers that hunt multiple states, because I get guys that call all the time. You know, they'll hunt bordering states, and next thing you know, they're buying two HuntView Plus map cards. Mm-hmm. So now, which I mean, we like, we like that. Yeah. <laughs> It's Come all right. Jason, don't cut our sales down. <laughs> hey, man, that's why people like me. <laughs> but, you know, now it's something where you can download those directly to the device if yeah. you're hunting just a small chunk or something like that. It makes it pretty versatile. Yep. And it's painless. Yeah. The wireless feature that I like is the automatic the updates. Mm-hmm. I just, I go in there, hook it up to the network. As long as I bring it out of my truck, get it to a network, you can just go in there and, and new updates so one of our biggest things that when we deal with a customer and a problem we're like what's the first question you ask what's the first question man what's your software version because there's a legitimate reason for that too is because garmin if you have a problem and this is just a tech tip so whether you got a 100 or whatever when you call us and, and your alpha's not doing what it's supposed to do the first thing if if one of my guys doesn't ask you this then and i overhear it i'm going to I'm going to chew them out. I'm going to be like, you need to find out what is the software version. And it's not because I always think the software version fixes the problem. I mean, I, I get guys that are like, that's not going to fix it. 
there's times it does. You'd be amazed you'd be at amazed. the things that it fixes and the control the software has. How many times we get somebody gets, oh, I got this new bird's eye chip and it, it's just not working. I'm like, you need to update your software. They fixed issues, batteries, yep. charging batteries, you know, just a lot of issues that you wouldn't think were software issues that were fixed with, with software fix bugs. And so, and, and the second portion of that is, is if there is a legitimate problem that a person is encountering, I can kick that over to Garmin and be like, hey, here's a customers have an XYZ problem. And so I, I, I kind of field them. I don't send all of them because, you know, there's a lot of them that are like, they're just not. They don't need to go to yeah, that level. I'm like, oh, we can fix that ourselves. But if I see something like, I think this is an issue and it's a, more of a widespread issue. For example, the, the charging, the battery chargers. There was a time where yeah. um, a batch of batteries came in and, and they just weren't working right. And they were charging to some, it was just some goofy thing. It was like. And we just customer, we get like three of them in a, in a row. And I'm like, something's going on here. And right. for the ability, the connection we have with our customers to be able to get that quick feedback, I caution my team really carefully. I'm like, we have to be careful because we're taking, people aren't calling Garmin, you know? So, so they call us right. and if we let it die with us, that we don't fix the problem at Garmin because Garmin won't know about it. So, right. so I really, you know, we deal with our customers and, we, and we're kind of known to help our customers and uh, fix a lot of problems. But we got to be careful that we don't mask problems by taking care of issues for Garmin when there's a problem that Garmin needs to fix. And so, so anyways, going back to the software update, the reason we ask you to update your software is because when I go to Garmin and I say, hey, this is doing this, the first question they're going to ask me, <laughs> what's the software version? What's the software version? <laughs> And when I go, oh, it's, you know, it's about three, you know, they, they updated a year and a half ago. And their answer is going to be, well, tell them to update it and see if the problem's there. Yep. Because it's not so much that we, are we, are we saying the software is going to fix it or not going to fix it? It's that the engineering is not going to go back and look at an old software to try to fix the problem. They need to know what they're working on now. Yep. The latest software is what they have in their systems and their modeling systems and their computer systems and their debug systems. All that's loaded with the newest software. Mm -hmm. And so when we get a customer that's like, oh, I got version, you know, two point, I've never updated this thing, you know, 2.14. <laughs> Garmin looks at me and goes, so you want me to go back, get 2.14, which has a myriad of changes yeah, and go mess with code in that. And, and, you know, it's like, it just on a, on a micro scale of computer coders, it's like, can I just work on my new software? Because that's what I have. And if I do one change there, at least I can test it to see, did it change something else that's, you know, right. I mean, like one little change here can screw something else up over like here. It's like the matrix, really. Yeah, yeah. So so anyways, that feature will be really helpful. Have on your Wi-Fi, press that. Yep, I look at it, up to date. So they no basically problem. wiped out the need. For a computer. For a computer. You yeah. don't need Basecamp. You don't need Explorer. You don't, or I'm not. Sorry, not Explorer. You don't need uh, the Basecamp or the Web Updater mm -hmm. or Garmin Express. I mean, this is all done via yep. Wi-Fi directly to the unit. Yep, exactly. So, so your so those are your Wi-Fi signals, software updates, and Bird's Eye Direct. Yep, huge. And 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 that's like that's the weird thing about this device is it's like some of these things are actually big it's deals. Huge, but it's like oh yeah, Wi-Fi. Okay. Everything that's in the grand scheme of things, the, the time helps on that. So the next one is we'll just cover Ant real quick. Sure. A N T. I don't know what it stands for. But Ant plus. Yeah, Ant plus, Annie plus, or whatever you call it. Um, 
that's the, the radio communication where the device sends out a signal to your watch or to your drive track. It's now working with the Montana series. You know, if mm-hmm. you want a, a rugged Montana series, it'll work on that. Um, that's what that is. That's Ant. So it, it's, you know, amongst other... Garmin devices. That's how you connect between the, the Garmin ecosystem. Yep. And then, so that's still the same. That's the same as it is on Alpha 100. So that is, is fully compatible with all those devices. The, Temp sensors, too. I want to throw yep, that in. Tempy sensors. Because temp- I know a lot of guys run those in their dog yep, boxes. That's Ant. So. That's all Ant. So that's a different, you know, it's a. That's a, it's a dedicated communication line. Yeah. So, I, and I don't think it's exclusive to Garmin. I think there's other products. I, I don't understand the Ant very much, but I just know that's the, the protocol they use for wireless mm-hmm. on that. So the third one is, is Bluetooth. And uh, if you're listening to a podcast, you probably know what Bluetooth is, too. Maybe, maybe. Um, yeah. So that's what you have for your your cell phone to play radio or music you connect a bunch of different devices well this will pair with a bluetooth to your phone and so you can you can track or tablet tablet which Ta- is, and think, that's the big one i uh-huh. thought of is you can hook this thing up now bluetooth to an ipad or an android tablet or whatever yep, a large screen and essentially i mean it's yeah yeah um so that app garmin explorer app that does that so you can technically bluetooth it to your phone you can technically use your phone see the maps see the dogs track it it's not as robust as tracking with the handheld like mm-hmm. i have an aversion to tracking using the cell phone you're like you know what i mean too. it is it is helpful there are things i like about it the messaging and the connection to the inReach is absolutely in my opinion almost necessary you know yeah. I mean? like i you don't have to and i it's like stepping out of the Stone Age, though. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, so you're... it's not necessary. They make these devices so that they are 100% independent. You know what I mean? You don't need to use a cell phone. So don't feel like you have to. Or have cell But if you service. use that inReach a lot and you haven't done it with the cell phone, you should give it a try. You should try it with the, the Bluetooth connection. Um, you can see your tracks, your hunts. Replay cool tracks. You can replay tracks. You know what I mean? So, so there's a lot of little things like that that's like, just fun, cool features on the app. So um, th- that is the Bluetooth section, and, and that's pretty powerful as well. So yeah. if you order one of these Alpha 200s, which they are available, you can call us at 855-384-8687 or www.dusupply.com. If you're looking at getting into one of these, I would really recommend you go ahead and just download that Explorer app now. Yeah. Download it. Check it out. It's a free download from Garmin. It's definitely going to be, uh, yeah. it's a necessary tool in my yeah. eyes. Yeah. And then, uh, so we'll continue on. Uh, groups. I think we should talk about dogs and groups. Yeah. So if you go into your, your what we would call the dog menu. Um, so if you go dog list, I, oh, let me see what they call it now. Um, I think it's dog list, isn't it still? Mm, yeah. Yeah, dog list. So if you go into your dog list, um, on the top, you're going to see, a picture of a dog, a picture of a human head, whatever. <laughs> a simulated human. And then there's a, a box on the on the right, which is like a little box. with looks like layers. Layers, right? And so, of course, we know what the dog is. That's pretty similar. You can add the dog. The nice thing, it's and, and it's a minor change, but on the Alpha 100, you had to go add contacts in a different page. You go to contacts to add right. contacts. You go to the dog list to add dogs. Now it's all in Now one. they're kind of combining that. So it's kind of like an asset tracking area. So you got your dogs, your contacts. Well, you can add or, or delete, and then you can also create groups or ungroup them. That's a major change, and in, in, in itself, you know, you, we could always 
put dogs and contacts in, but it was kind of confusing for people to go over here for the contact ad and go over there to add a dog. That's yeah. all in one location now. And they put it under the dog list just because that's... Well, that's where we all naturally gravitate to, it, I think. Yeah, at some point it's like, what do you call it, asset list? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, what do you call it when it's not just dogs? So dog anyways, list. your hunting buddies are now called dogs. <laughs> <laughs> they probably are. You got to anyway, access right? them through Most the dog Most of us pound. are. <laughs> I don't think... If you got hunting buddies that are offended by that, then... then find new hunting find buddies. Find buddies. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's kind of, you know, little things like that, just... I know, I know it's simple, but it's like there's thought that went through, you know, everything should be together. So, so yeah, you can add your contacts, you can add dogs, you can group them together. When we talk about the groups, what, what do you feel is the biggest problem that solved? Cause I know I have my thoughts. Um, so a couple things like, uh, hunting with other people, mm-hmm. I can add dogs. So, so like when I go up and I was, I was, you know, hunt with somebody else, I can add dogs together and then I can just group them. And so I can just disable that group. So basically it, for me, it's a tool to enable and disable groups of, right. So people if I, or dogs, exactly. So I can have all my contacts. So like, okay, for example, I'm going to go elk hunting or whatever, or maybe I'm deer hunting with, with there. And so I got all these other contacts I'm going to put in there just to track because everybody's got an alpha. So we just put them on there. So that if we get something down, I can just go, oh yeah, you know, Mike, Killed one over there. I can, I, I know about it. And then afterwards, I'm trying to go hunting. I don't want all those contacts interfering with my dogs. So I just, you know, create, create the group and it says deactivate group. And I just deactivate all of those. Cause you used to not be able to pair. Let's say you have a caller on ID one dash one and I have a caller on one dash one. You know, somebody's trying to add those in. You could only add one per you had, ID number. You had to delete one of them. And technically now we could add. I think we need to specify this. You can add up to a hundred yes. devices, whether that's callers or handhelds, handhelds yep. into this unit, but you can still only actively track 20. Correct. But it will store up to a hundred. And technically you could put as many callers in on that one dash one, as long as you yep. group them individually and deactivate them. Yep. So you don't have to reassign IDs because a lot of these guys in big groups, I mean, they have, parties oh like, yeah you know i'm oh. sending them programming charts and they spend hours and, and there's still some of that that's going to happen you know i mean that's not going to be completely wiped out mm-hmm. but it's going to alleviate the fact that when when i put your dogs in there they're not gonna well, i don't care when i go hunt with dawn or whoever right if they can if your guys's dogs conflict well i'm not hunting with you guys at the same time so right. i'm like i'm just going to disable jason's dogs and i'll add dawn's dogs and so we still got to work out some intricacies of oh this dog and so the nice thing is, is there's times I'm like, okay, I can't track your penny dog or whatever the name is. You know what I mean? So I just deactivate your penny. Like I'm right. It, it conflicts with mine. So you know what? But I'd rather track my dog than I would yours. And, and so, if we get mine back, we can always deactivate mine and look for your dog. Exactly. That's out. And yeah. I think that is a big one for people. I've, I've done that. I've yeah. done that where I'm like, you know what? My Della dog is right there. It's conflicting with, with, uh with this so i'll deactivate my dog and turn on yours on and go oh yeah there she is over there and i can turn it back off and go back to mine even even to do that for two minutes you know what i mean to be like i just want to check we're, we're looking for your dog it's like right. let me just see where where jason's dog is and i had to deactivate mine and then i can de- i can activate yours quickly too in two minutes I, I can just switch mine off go look at yours see where yours is and, and switch, switch yours right off back. And then go back in mind and go, okay, I know she's over there. She's in the group. I, I'm, we're good. You know, and that's right? the big, that was, 
I'm glad you hit it because that is the biggest thing I saw. Yeah. Especially guys hunting in large groups. You know, if you're hunting between camps, you know, uh, it, it just, I think it's going to make it a lot easier instead of, you know, one guy changes an ID code. Next thing you know, his 10 hunting partners, yeah, they're, they're spending hours trying to fix it. We're now... I mean, they've done away with that. Yeah, you just look at it and go, is it, if it's that important that you both have to track that dog, you're going to sit down and figure out and go, okay, here's, here's our list. This is an ID, whatever. But there are times where I'm like, I really don't care about your dog as much as you care about your dog. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, right. Let's not talk about me running over your dog the first time. Yeah, that's another story. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't get that on our. Bounce checks. Bounce checks. Ran over my dog. Ran over your dog. Oh. She survived. She did. We'll just throw that in there. So I was your dogs did not rode as that dog did not. Well, what happened was (laughs) she had she bumped a deer. You know she wasn't barking, but I we knew there was a deer. You lit her up. I toned her. Yeah. So she said. Yeah. Yeah. And then she was not getting out from under the truck, and I said, "Buddy, let's just throw her in the box. She ain't gonna rode." And next, and I'm like, "No, no, she'll go. She'll be fine." (laughs) 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 Oh, that was a bad deal. That was. First, and I still work here. First time. <laughs> Bounce checks and ran over dogs. Yeah. You, Why like, do I work here? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's change the subject really quick, Jason, before Alpha you start thinking about it. I. Oh. So, enable disabled groups, contacts. Again, some of these are just huge improvements. That we didn't know we needed. It's so hard to, to really get into the depths, and that's why we want to do this podcast, because Nobody wants to watch an hour and a half video. Right. <laughs> like, we better start showing something happening with a dog if they, we could do an hour and a half. What I'm learning is they can handle listening to us. Yeah. But they can't handle looking at us. I don't blame them. Me I either. don't blame them. Um, so, that that's a, a big one. You know, that, that actually is, is really good. Uh, the next thing, I think, um, you know, you got your, your start new hunt. There's some... some uh, competition timers i don't fully understand the competition world and you wouldn't i do but you have timers in there you can apparently you got time a dog or you know you and it's up to four it has four timers four four individual timers why would you you need four timers well because you got you got to wait your time once you declare a dog treat if a dog stops hunting they put the clock on it you know if it comes back and and just walks by you you know there's different reasons within those competition hunts that you have to set timers for different things and they're all different levels Mm -hmm. you know or sorry different times too so this is something that i think the competition hunters will be uh is that on the alpha 100 is there four timers on the alpha 100 i can't remember you don't use it enough i i don't because we only have (coughs) excuse me one club in the like three states here on the west so i could see this definitely being a help for the guys that are I don't know enough about it to know if it's even in there, but I, I, I think it's new, but I, I don't want to say 100%, you know, that it is or isn't. So, um, speaking of timers, there is a feature that I have been begging oh. Garmin for years, and I lost a dog. So, I had a, a, a TT15 um, up in the woods, and the collar went into a GPS lock where it just lost the GPS signal. And so I was communicating with that collar, and I did a video on this where you could see the communication bars, and I could see that I was tracking the dog, but the collar didn't have GPS signal. Right. Um, or you lose a dog. And so uh, at first, it was like, oh, I just had the question mark. So it showed the question mark of a dog draw or canyon or whatever. And so, yeah, we got to update Somebody, on here. I'll turn it off. Yeah, um, turn that thing off. We're getting bleed over. So anyways, I... uh. <sighs> 
it was frustrating because I'd see the question mark and it showed the dog there. And I've, I've been looking for this dog for like two, three hours, right? And so I couldn't tell if the question mark was a current question mark. Right. Or if it was a three-hour-old question mark. When did it lose service? When did it lose signal? Because yeah, you kept thinking. You look at that question mark and, and your mind looks at that and goes, it lo- it's right there. The dog's right there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and, and so my, my reasoning to Garmin was, let's say I lose a dog. 100% lost the dog. It's out of signal, out of service, whatever. So I go up the next morning or the next day or whatever. I'm, I'm 12 hours, you know what I mean? At some point, you, you break a truck, something goes wrong, and you just can't get to him. So it's like, man, you get back and you get squared away and you get equipment to go back up in there and get the dog. And I said, I drive around the corner and I pick up that dog for split second. Five seconds. Okay, I'm not looking at my handheld. I'm driving up in the woods and let's just... Let's do worst case. That caller's sitting in a house in town. Okay, let's just worst case scenario. Somebody pick that dog and put it in the house in town. And I get up my truck and I drive past that house. No, that wouldn't work. That's a bad example because the, the question mark would be there, so I know it would be the house. Anyways, let's go back. It's back up in the woods. It's in right? the woods, but it's, you don't. Let's say it's in let's, a drainage. Let's say it's in a tree. Okay? okay, it has a question mark. It's right there. So I drive up, and as I'm driving up there, if I pick up the caller five seconds and it's still in the same spot that I can't get to. And then 12 hours later, I pick it up for five seconds, and it goes away. So the, so the question mark moved five yards, right? right? On the map, you wouldn't notice it, but it moved just a small amount. So it actually got a new – It's a, that it question a mark. Fix. Yeah, I said I, – I, I told Garmin, I said, there's a difference between knowing that question mark is 12 hours old and knowing that question mark is 30 minutes old. Right. Because if I look at it and go, shit, I picked that dog up 30 minutes ago. It's right still there. here. It's right there. I'm going to go zip in there and I'm going to go get that dog. Right. But if I look at that question mark and it's like, that's 12 hours old and I've already canvassed that area, I'm going to be like, that's an old question mark. Something happened to the caller. I need to broaden my search. You know what I mean? And so, and I I, I said, I could drive up to a top of a mountainside and if I just get a quick bing, a a quick update and I look at it and go, oh crap, I updated that caller 15 minutes ago. I didn't notice that I picked it up and I lost it. Because it was there and gone. So. So that's a feature that uh, I've been lobbying for for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like I and and that is in this. I'm, I'm I'm so happy that made the cut and 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 things that I wanted to see because because now if I look at my screen now it shows a dog and it shows how many days ago I tracked so I know when I hunted last right or 21 hours because I was playing with a caller here in the shop you know what I mean so I can look at that and it not only tells me where it thinks that caller is but it tells me the last time it received that signal. And, and I so, think that's going to be big for the guys hunting, you know, the more mountainous regions where, I mean, shoot, you turn a corner and you lose service on a dog mm-hmm. just because they're over a ridgetop or whatever. And, you know, you got dogs burning out of the country. You're flying down the back roads and yeah, all of a sudden, you know, you don't have to be staring at that and wreck your truck for that glimmer of service. Now, you know, and it's an active timer of when you lost service with that dog. Yeah. And so, uh, speaking of, of, uh, that that timer, I guess, one of the things, if you tap the power button on this, mm-hmm. you got the display, so you can change the brightness of the display. Of course, you got your time on the top, your your GPS signal on the left side, which shows you the handheld GPS signal, battery on the upper right corner, and then you got your lock screen and lock keys, so you can lock your keys. Which is handy. Th- yeah, so your button pressing, if you don't want the buttons to be activated, and you can lock your screen. And then below that, you have my ID, so that's um when you're doing contact training so so you turn that on and that gives you a quick 
uh, menu option into transmitting. So if your handheld's transmitting its location, so if you're if you're tracking me or I'm tracking you, we got to have that on. Your handheld ID right there, so I can see that mine's it. set to four nine, and your update rate. So super easy to. For example, we just had this thing here, and you heard the click. I don't know if, if anybody paid attention. That's why I'll turn my contact tracking off. It was it was clicking in our radio, so so you'd hear it on the podcast. So I just pressed the power button, went to my ID, and I just slid it off. So I turned the transmitting off. Back, I could turn it on with. Uh, let me just count the button clicks. So I'm on my map page. So tap the power button, press the my ID, turn three clicks, and I turn my transmit on. Or you can change your ID because when people are adding callers in yep. that have the same ID as a handheld, that's usually the biggest frustration for people because it's. It's historically been buried. Yeah. You have to know how to get to it. We're now, like you said, three button pushes yeah. and you're done. So again, they've just listened to our frustrations. Yes. And I think the frustration is what created this, th these updates. Yeah. And so the, below that is alerts. So those are your dog alerts, lost communication, lost GPS, those, those alerts that we get. So you can, you can at least go back and see. Like, oh, when did I lose that dog? And scroll back and go, oh, this 15 minutes ago I lost communication on that right. dog. Okay, well, something happened. Where before it, they'd just pop up, and when they were gone, they were gone. Mm -hmm. You know, half the time you didn't even notice it. And then uh, if you have the inReach enabled, uh, there's a, a, a way to get to your inReach messages very quickly with the tap of a power button. So that screen, they made that kind of like a quick access screen. Yeah, it's like its own menu, the yep. power button menu. Mm -hmm. Yep, and so so things like that that, um, are just it. You're just gonna like it once you start using this thing. It's just gonna you're gonna like it. I mean, it's just so cool. Um, let's talk about the couple cons I have. Um, the my biggest disappointment by far is the charging port. Yep. My, I mean, I'm. I was really, really, folks. I was coming to bat for you on this one. I really tried. <laughs> I. I was the frustration of having an alpha in your in your truck mount and trying to blindly anybody that's that's listening to this podcast that has you're a window mount. You're not supposed to do that, right? You, you're supposed, supposed to, to watch yourself plug it in. You're supposed to, but <laughs> but we never do. You're supposed to check for two stroke oil also. Yeah, just close check your for eyes. Two and... also. So I'm good to go on that. So, but anyways, the the trying to connect these things, not looking at it on the backside on the bottom is very frustrating we get people who break them um it, it's just difficult to get that that thing and and that is not improved on the alpha 200 no nope. so it's um, actually more recessed two even. thumbs down <laughs> on me on that one i i i uh there is there is reasons garmin had to to do that and i still disagree with their reasons <laughs> I'm going. I'll That's take okay. that one to my grave. I'm. <laughs> I'm gonna stay on the mat for that. DC one. 40s and Alpha 200i charging ports, buddies. Yeah. Buddies DC beats. 40s and Alpha <laughs> and, and Alpha charging ports so far. Um, man, I'd like to see a magnet mount. I'd like to see a cradle. There, there's just so many things I wish they would have done. You know, if they would have had some a cradle mount charging system or something right. like that, I'm like, man, I. And maybe one day I'll I'll make one because I've looked at trying to figure out how to develop my own, and and it, it's difficult the configuration and it's costly and it, it costs tens of thousands of dollars to, to do, to fix that. And I just don't know that I can spend that and get that money out of it. I, anyways, so long story short, Garmin, if you're listening, they already know. <laughs> You've <laughs> made it me, well aware. It, Mel, well aware. <laughs> I'm like, 
please fix the charging port. And um, you got know, even like the USB C, where you can, you know, these new phones have USB C. You can plug them in front or back; doesn't matter. It's like the iPhone. You can. It's easy. Yep. You know what I mean? Like that. That type of charger is is very easy. Um, they, they just don't have that USB C is so it's kind of new, and there's just they don't have experience with that, so they're not comfortable. I'm just gonna hold out hope that in the Alpha maybe. 300, maybe we'll see that change. I don't know. But maybe in now 10 we're years. Get calls on the Alpha 300. Okay, I'm sorry. The Alpha. I don't know what else. <laughs> who knows when that's gonna be? If it took if it took eight years, eight years for the Alpha, who knows? It's gonna be another 16 years for the Alpha 300. I I don't know, but that I cannot stress enough. And I and I was very honest with them. I said that's gonna be a negative for me. And you know what I mean? Because I always I try to be honest with people, and I'm like I. I, I I was disappointed, and and they know I'm disappointed about it. So, if they're listening, they they should at least know that I'm going to speak my mind. Thanks for everything else, but <laughs> thank you for everything else. You did an um, awesome job. Awesome job, ninety nine percent. But man, I don't want to dwell on this one percent because it's not. It is not a. And it's not a make or break, dude. It's not. It, for everything else, I'm like, I'll not like it, and I'll. Complain about, about it. it, and I, I, I sure will complain about it. And then to myself, I'm gonna be like, "Why don't they listen to me?" And blah blah blah. And all. Okay, but what unit are you gonna be hunting with? A 200. So there you go. And if I, if I break charging part, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna 200. get another one. <laughs> if I break that, I'm gonna get another one. I'm, I'm gonna keep, keep getting Alpha 200 because that is not even consider all the up other stuff is just blows that little thing out of the water i mean it, and it comes with the charger so like none of you guys have to worry you know i would say you know if you're set up and you're already running an alpha 100 you can buy these chargers on yeah uh, the store they're just at basically the, like the a store. android USB charger so, right yeah yeah just the the old and not not the new androids not the not the usb c an android so i don't you gotta get the micro you know the, the the all the cool stuff is the any local am pm yeah not that we're plugging anybody hey they should pay us we should try and get them on the sponsors. Yeah, there you go. Too so. much good stuff. Um, is there any other cons? We talked about the battery a little bit in the beginning. Um, the only con I really saw, and it, it's not a con with the system, it's just the learning curve that we touched on with the, I keep wanting to say training buttons, but the function buttons. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I can say that's a, th- there'll be some frustration for some people with that. Yes. For some. I, I and, and, and myself, I, you know, there was just, it was overwhelming. It's like, there's so many options when you look at New York, I'm like, you got this and this and this and this and this. And so you just got to really, you can over. Just take a breath. Take a breath. Think about what you really need. Dog on device map. Yeah. You need that one. <laughs> <laughs> I highly recommend the zoom in, zoom out, and next dog. If you use a map and if you use anything with gloves, I, I mean, put those three things together. Put the next dog in the middle and then put a zoom out and zoom in. That will, you will be able to navigate anything on the map with those three buttons to look at on a map without using the touchscreen. So, but they've even added, because you can add the compass to a hot button. Yep. Which there were major changes. I think they'll come out of the box like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Because there were major changes in the compass on the 200i. Yep. You want to touch on that one? Yeah. Because we got a lot of customers, and I know you're all out there that don't even look at a map. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. So, so there's a ProView compass page. So, mm-hmm. on the ProView compass page, instead of having the circle compass on the top where it shows you, you know, 
the individual lines cleaner. and it shows you lines for dogs. It just has like, just think of it like square blocks. And so I think there's four or six square blocks on, on the, on the page. Let me see. Let me turn this guy into, uh, no. Well, I've got six, six on this one. So if you go to your compass page and press the menu bar, um, I got to do small numbers, multi-dog. So they don't call it small numbers, they call it multi-dog. So, um, you can have, let me see that one for a minute. Yeah. So it shows you four. Yeah. So it shows you four of them and then you can scroll up or down to get yep. more dogs. And so it just shows you a, a square instead of the round, big round compass, it takes up something. It's got a, a digital compass on top so you can still see what direction. And then it has an arrow and dogs and it shows you the arrow points to where the dog is and it gives you a distance. And it also gives you your bearings too still. There, yeah, that's a, on top. a sliding bar across the top. So you yeah. have your, your heading bearing mm-hmm. and your individual dog direction and distances. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. And if you click on that dog, like if you're in pro compass view yep. and you just click on a dog, it pulls up that dog's information page. Yeah. Which is a huge shortcut. Yeah. And on the dog information page, you got all your information, your ID number, your track, your control, what group it's in. So you can quickly put it in a group if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, you can activate it, deactivate it. It shows you if you want to change your update rates right there, really easy. And, and then, then and, my favorite, adjust collar lights. I don't even know what that's. I know you don't. What's well, a light, man? Uh, <laughs> in the daytime, so those, you don't they, need that. These TT15s and <laughs> T5s, buddy, they got two lights on the side of that flash really? one. They come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like headlights. Uh, but, you know, used to, you'd have to navigate through your menu system. You have yeah. to click on it, go in, you know, turn on, turn off. Right now, you can just click on collar light, and you have all your selections for yep. continuous, blink slow, fast, or off. Yep. Uh, and it's all just right there. And then if you're looking at the top, you got your, so there's the information. and then. Again, kind of like a slide menu on top. You got the it shows you your your uh, what we would call they've subdivided reports it. or info. whatever you know. So it shows you your distance your dogs travel, the average speed. Some of those people look at that information on that, and then the the last one would be show the dog on the map. And so so in that that individual dog. individ yeah exactly. And so, so if you're isolating a dog and trying to find it, that's where you hit your go. And it gives you that awesome pink yeah. line. And the Alpha had that before. You know, you had the little map button on the bottom of the Alpha 100. So it's just a little different. But it's just, honestly, it's just more user, just more thought out to get to the information you want. So um, the depth of it is really, but they've really, and I don't know if it's three clicks or, or four clicks or whatever, but they've really tried to, to almost get to everything within three deep, you know what I mean, or, mm-hmm. or whatever. So it's like, okay. One, two, three presses to almost do anything you want in this device. There's nothing really um, buried. Yeah. Like on the 100, there was stuff right. you just had to, uh, even me and, you yep. know, the guys in the shop, you got to dig for it because it's not something you do all the time or, you yeah. know. Yeah. So, so there's been really a lot of thought of trying to understand, Garmin tried to understand what features were used a lot across the spectrum. So you just take, if you just looked at me, it's like, well, buddy. I use it this way. So I'm, these things are really important to me, but then you got somebody who's in the pen. These things are really important to them. And then you got a bird hunter. These things are really important to him. So it's like you take these big groups of people and you try to, the puzzle that I I would would not want to be, obviously I'm not an engineer trying to figure this out. You know, make one product for that many, that many. Well, it's such a broad spectrum. Huge, huge, huge. So anyways, I think that about wraps this up, Jason. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. 
I can't wait to take Buy it out. the Alpha. Yeah. Let's <laughs> try this again, Jason. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. I think everybody out there listening needs one of these bad boys. Two or three. Yeah, at least. Backups. <laughs> no, uh, they're, overall, I mean, I'm really happy with it because through the years, I don't know how many times I've heard, what is Garmin going to do to make it better? Yeah. Like, this was the answer to every houseman I talked to, even though, like, we had technology we had a gps unit we had a shock system but when you put it together all of a sudden it's revolutionary and these guys just can't live without it yeah and what are they going to do well i'll tell you what they did a lot they there was that was the one in the very beginning it's like what can you do to make this better like and 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 so you think about that and it's like wow i'm like because the number one thing the number one answer is is and i was i was very clear with this and i was like track dogs consistently like make sure this device is robust mm-hmm. you know don't let the new stuff the nuances get in the way with the functionality i was like we, we can... need it to do one thing primarily exactly that this device needs to work every time you turn it on and i said and and that's not going to happen i i you know i mean we, we don't live in a perfect well, world there's, there's going to be a software problem here or whatever you know what i mean so i i i'm not saying that I don't understand that's going to happen, but I'm like, make sure that our focus for us is, I want you to tell me where my dog is. Like, I, that's the most important thing in the whole world for this device. Track consistently mm-hmm. and work out any bugs quickly that we can. Like, that's, that's my number one list of what do you want this to do. And then beyond that, it's like, make it easier to use. And, and so I really think... Sometimes I I wonder if Garmin really, and I, I think they do. You know what I mean? I think they're, they they have good resources to listen to, but when you think about the engineering of that, those guys aren't hunters. You know what I mean? Like they 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 aren't out in the woods doing this. They're not building this product with with any knowledge. <laughs> with any I hate knowledge. to say it like that, but, but let me let me tell you something. How many hound guys do you know that are going to sit down at a, a a desk and code out geek? coding one no (laughs) hell no like no like i do not want to sit there and just code and code and code computer code this is computer geek stuff jason i mean oh yeah for them to make this do what we want it to do it's not about the dog to them they it's about the computer code you know what i mean so you have these guys that are really good with computer coding who have no concept of the dog and the hunt and I want to say that I have no concept. That's probably a bit of an overstatement because they're learning. They want they they want they to want know. To. You know what I mean? Like we've had some even some conference calls where, where where you know they they want input and listen to how how a hunt works so that they can try to understand and comprehend it. But they don't have the passion that we have, and so it's easy to be like, oh, Garmin, blah, 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 you know. Well, number one, they they're a big company from you know they're they're in it for making a dollar, like. That's the way a, a That's company how they works. Stay open. That's how they stay open. And number two, they do what they do good. And, yes. And I don't think if they had to hire, well, I don't know. Even I'm guessing this is on an Android platform. I don't. I don't even know for sure. But I'm guessing it's on Android platform. You know, is, is the hardware, which is geek stuff, computer geek stuff. With most people, be like oh, Android. It's like a phone. Well, that's an open source. You know. <laughs> operating system was was basically what a, a android is is an operating system so i'm guessing it's on android operating system it could not be i don't i don't know maybe it's proprietary i i, I doubt it I'm, I'm guessing there's some operating system on this and these engineers are 
mobile engineering gurus on the Android operating system, meaning they can they can program a phone. They can you know I mean they learn right. to program to make it do. They can make this thing. I don't want to say whistling Dixie. Yeah, don't don't say what good. it can. <laughs> but it used to be a term you could say, ah, oh, this thing makes like whistle Dixie. Yeah, That's what my right. dad used to say. Oh, I'll make that thing whistle Dixie. <laughs> Grandpa too. I'm probably not allowed to say that anymore. We now. might have to edit that <laughs> yeah. out. But, but you know, it's funny you you refer to it like on the on the phone side because I'm gonna geek out for a minute. I was cruising around, mm-hmm. and you know, the iPhone was launched in 2007, and I was just watching Steve Jobs at the the iPhone launch. You know. And it was crazy how it was broken down as far as, you know, you've got your iPod, you've got your phone, you've got all these different features. Like, to me, it really resonated. That's how revolutionary this Alpha 200 is. Think about how iPhone changed the world. But, but, But that's different, Jason, because those guys are probably passionate about what they're programming about. Right. The the iPhone guys are probably passionate about their iPhone. Mm -hmm. We have, you know, who it you know what i mean like they're like oh i they can live and breathe i can it. yeah alexia or whatever these things are those guys live and breathe it they use it at homes they use it there's not guys if, if there's a if there's a houndsman that's a really dedicated houndsman and a really dedicated programmer you know what i mean like it, there's not enough there's time not very the many people like that there's just not very many people like that to have a full team of programmers that are hound guys and they probably would would stink at it to be honest yeah, with you they'd be like, oh, be horrible. let's just wrap this shit up and we go hunt you know what i mean like it's, it's good enough we gotta go field test <laughs> yeah exactly they'll be all field testing the heck out of it and be like but this that, thing stinks i mean that's how revolutionary it just yeah. seems like this is yeah it's the answer to the problems we didn't know we had yeah it's new features next dog on what is it next dog on map next dog on map but next device favorite. Next, next device yeah you know i mean it is it's just it's that gift you didn't know you wanted yep so and and it's from a group of people who are not passionate about what we do it's like, all input from us yeah they're, they're, i mean they're us doing a is great the job of trying general. to listen and learn and and understand our culture and what we do and how we do it and all that stuff mm-hmm. um so it's like it's, it's easy for me as w and you as w to do good because we're passionate about it right but but for these guys to pick up something and do something so well for us. Number one, it's their job, so they're getting paid for it. You know, they have a different motivation, and thankfully, they're motivated by getting a paycheck. Thanks so they for can paying pay them, Garmin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks for picking those guys on the payroll. Thanks for not bouncing the checks. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I'm never gonna let that one down. No, but no, that's you know, you don't bounce those guys' checks. But it's it's just unique. It's easy for us to look at it and go, "Well, I would do this and that." And, well. But yeah. you can't. You can't. Like, you you're don't know how. <laughs> you're out hunting. So, and we don't know how. So, good job, Garmin. This 200, I think they, I want to say this is probably the best product. Best new product. That I've seen. The Alpha 100 was was definitely a game changer. Combining things together, working, um, the, 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 the ability to train. And, you know, the biggest thing with the Alpha 100 was track and train. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know, and I'd have to go back and go, what were the real big features of that? I don't know that that just wasn't it. It was just like, oh, you combine two products, you know, you it combine was... two things. And they're doing that again. They're combining the inReach in there. But but this is so much more than just adding the inReach to the Alpha 100. This, right. This is, this is a well-thought, you know. And I, and I guess the, the truth of it is, if you're going to wait eight years, you better damn sure do a good job. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know no I mean? like, kidding. 
make it worth the wait. Yeah. And I, you know, I was pumped when that Pro 550 Plus came out, you know, in the Alpha, because it, it's like they just merged, and that was the big key feature. I think all of us pulled from it, but like you said, this thing is just full of gems, and you just keep finding them. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think the customers are going to be really happy with it. It's not something they're going to have to stumble over a lot to just get back to hunting and doing what they do. Um, So any of you guys, I know we've rambled on for a long time, but there's so much about this. I mean, really, we could run a whole other podcast on each section even. Yeah. I don't Um, think we won't bore you guys with that. No. I think hopefully, like, hopefully we sat down, we explained this. Maybe we told a couple phone, you know, like. It's it's actually in the morning, so if if you thought I was a crappy joke maker at, <laughs> at two in the afternoon, I'm probably really bad He's in the morning. Really bad, <laughs> but but I know it's been fun. It's been a different podcast. This podcast is done in person, so if the audio sounds differently, that's why. Oh, I'm curious to see how it sounds, Jason. You're gonna get out of here tonight and get back home. Yeah, I'm gonna get home. I've been on the road a while. Family and and kids. Yeah, and uh, and uh, this is order the two hundred. I don't know what to say. Yeah, you can check it out. We'll have all the details. Um, you can check us out at www.dusupply.com. Or if you'd rather give us a call, you can reach us at 855-384-8687. And one of us would be happy to talk to you and get you set up. These are ready to go, man. Man, if you can hit the five star. Well, let's see. Don't even hit a five star. Just, just give us a review on give this us podcast. A review. <laughs> and uh, and uh, we'll get back to some normal programming next week. There you go. Thank you, guys. 